Yo, today's QOD is you need to start to believe. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. We got Eric Thomas on the show, wrapping up the week on kind of a finance Friday. He talks about financial mindset toward the end of the clip. But what I love most about this clip is he's talking about believing in yourself. Like if you don't believe in yourself, it's not going to happen. It's just not. If you don't believe that you're capable of doing the thing and having the thing, probably not going to happen. If you don't believe you're worthy and deserving of having what you want, because you are, right, then you're not going to have to think. And I love how he says how the only reason you're not where you want to be is because you don't believe you belong there. So ask yourself, is your belief in yourself or lack of belief in yourself keeping you from getting to the place where you want to go? And I also encourage you to tune in to the part at the end where he talks about hard work. It reminds me, like, I have no problem with hard work, but the hard work I used to do before I, you know, I started doing what I do now, like that was hard work. And I didn't make much money doing that hard work, being on my feet all day, talking to people. I'm an introvert. And so talking to people for eight to 10 hours a day was the most draining thing ever. Picking up weights all day, explaining how to do exercise. My feet hurt all the time or killing me. I was like, how can I get off my feet? And the work I do now you know, there's work involved and there's some hard work involved, but it ain't like that old hard work. And I make way more money doing this kind of hard work than that old hard work. So it is something for us to think about. Could you be working smarter and making more money at the same time and also serving more people, of course? Eric Thomas, he's coming up. All right. In order to achieve greatness, you must first believe you can. I got 17 minutes. Look, if, 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 I, if Eric said you can't talk about nothing else for the next 17 minutes, this is the most important one. Because for some of you, the reason why you're not taking advantage of this opportunity is not because you don't believe in it. You don't believe in you. Come on, y'all got to catch. Come on, come on. You got to catch this one. I got 16 minutes. Y'all got to catch this one. You got to catch this one. I honestly believed in the earlier part of my career when I used to stand on these kind of stages, I wasn't as effective as I am now because when I was first introduced to do something like this, maybe 500 people or 1,000 people, I literally would come in the room and as gifted and as talented as I was, even though I belong and I had everything I needed to do, I would walk in the room and feel like I'm not, I don't, it's not, it's not my room. I don't belong in this room. I remember, same gift. Uh, uh, you, the videos had already been out. My numbers were great. And I would come in rooms and go, or, or like that room, like I go to a high school, like boom. I go to a youth detention center, boom. I go to a prison, boom. I come to corporate and go. I don't know if I belong in here. Everybody in the room don't look like me. They don't come from where I come from. 
I don't know if I belong here. And I'll never, I'll never forget, I had a conversation with Les Brown. Les Brown had called me to Orlando. We sat in a hotel and I left and I started talking to Les and I started naming like, yo, you, Les Brown, this person, number one in the world. He said, don't you ever say that again. I said, don't say what? He said, you the best in the world right now. I said, what? He said, you the best in the world right now. There's nobody as good as you in the world. You're the best right now. The only reason you're not the best right now is because you don't believe you're the best now. And when you walk out this room, I want you to go in the mirror and tell yourself, I'm the best right now. He said, before you even become number one, start to proclaim it and say it long before it happened. Say, I'm the number one motivational speaker in the world. And when I was number 20, I started saying, I'm the number one motivational speaker in the world. And I went to the computer. And the world said exactly what I said, that Eric Thomas is number one in the world. I spoke it, the world heard it, and it activated. Your problem is that you don't believe you belong here. Your problem is that you don't think you should be sitting down here. Listen to me very closely. You've got a man and a family that's been doing this for over 30 years. You've got a program that's tried and true. You have individuals that have proven it could be done. The only reason you're sitting up there is because you don't believe you belong down here. I'm going to say it one more time. The only reason you're up there is because you don't. When I believed that my voice was needed in this world, when I believed that I needed to be on the stage, not for myself, but to speak to a group of people who come from where I come from, a working class who don't know what it's like to make millions and millions of dollars, who don't understand what wealth looks like, that I needed to come in the room with a single-parent mother, with a father not in my life, being homeless in a high school dropout. Only somebody who comes from where you come from can tell you you belong, and I had to get my butt on stage. Be because there's some folks that Les Brown can't reach. There's some folks that Tony Robbins can't reach. There's some folks that only I can reach. And so I need to be on the stage with them doing what I was called to do. And there are those of you still up there because you don't think you belong in that million dollar home. Look, I'll never forget when I first told them I was moving to California, I was putting my wife, my wife deserves to be out of the winter in Michigan. She deserves that. I remember they said, E.T., you're moving to Cali. I was like, yeah. They said, what was the first thing they said? You know how expensive California is? I said, it can't be too expensive. There's millions of people that live there. Like, for real, when I move there, it won't be like five of us in California. There are five human beings. I'm like, there's a lot of people living in California. It can't be that expensive. Are you selling your home in Michigan? I said, no, why would I do that? How can you afford two homes? How can I not? My wife has MS. How can I not? She wants to be with her family in the summer, and she wants to be in the warmth in the winter. How can I not be bi-coastal? I won't be the first one. As a matter of fact, there's some people who own three and four homes. So we got one there, one there, and now I'm looking at the French Riviera as my next spot. We talked about the French Riviera, baby. That's my next spot is the French Riviera. I'm going to have a house somewhere close to your neighborhood, and boom. Listen to me very closely. If I had one message to leave you with that's a game changer is you need to start to believe. 
Yeah, write this down. No, 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 no. Do me a favor. Don't say that. Don't say you believe. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't say, look, it's not a behavior that I'm looking for. It's a mindset. No, no, here's the problem. You can't have, as powerful as the human mind is, it cannot think two thoughts at once. So here's what I need you to do. You need to get with these people down here, and you need to reprogram your mind. All right, let me tell you why I'm saying that. So I got a friend of mine, like, he sees how I treat my wife, right? So, like, I was homeless, high school dropout. So anything, like, if Didi thinks that I'm going to get it for, I cook, I clean, like, we are a partnership. Like, we do everything together. And so my boy watched the response I was getting from my wife as I wash clothes, as I cook, as I iron. And I'll never forget, my boy was like, I'm about to do that. And I was like, I wouldn't do that if I was you. He was like, no, I'm going to start doing it. I was like, I wouldn't do that if I was you. And he didn't understand what I meant. But what I meant by it is, you're going to do it, but you're not going to be able to do it consistently because you're mimicking my behavior, not my thought process. <laughs> See, you're going to stop ironing clothes because somewhere in your mind, you think your wife is subservient. See, somewhere in your mind, you think your wife was born to take care of your needs. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just telling you, you can't do what I do with that mindset. Like, you can't believe, because so now you're going to start ironing clothes, and the people in your culture are going to say, what are you ironing clothes for? That's a woman's job. See, I don't have a problem when people tell me, I'll never forget I was on the floor in an apartment we had, and I was mopping the floor on my knees, and my boy came in and was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm mopping the floor. You ain't never seen nobody wipe the floor. He was like, not on your hands and knees. I was like, yeah, my wife is a neat freak, so I got to get on my hands and whatever. He was like, yo, bro, you whipped. I was like, you ain't know that? <laughs> what, you trying to embarrass me? You just found out I was whipped, bro? He was like, yeah, yeah, you whip. I was like, is that, I see that as a compliment. <laughs> Whipped. Bruh, when I was homeless and living in abandoned buildings, my girl would sneak me into her crib. When I didn't have a job, she would give me her allowance at 15. When I went to college, she was the one that said, go get your GED and follow me to college or I'm breaking up with you. When I started my speaking career, she was the one that got her job first as a nurse, and we had health insurance, and the first house we bought, my credit was so messed up, she couldn't even take my last name. She bought the first house with her credit. What do you mean in my, yeah, I'm whipped and loving it. I'm about to buy me a shirt that said whipped. So you ain't even got to ask me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I worship the ground she walks on because she's been there for me since day one. So you can't, you can't mimic what I'm doing if you don't think like I think. I look at my wife as a queen. You look at your wife as your servant. You can't, you, it's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong if you guys have those roles. It's nothing wrong with that. I understand that. I've been with my wife my whole life all of my success. I can't even divorce her because I don't know what's mine and what's hers. <laughs> like, I never accomplished anything on my own. You're not hearing what I'm saying. So there are those of you who want to mi mimic their behavior. It's not their behavior you need. It's their mindset that you need. It's the way they think is what you need. And when you begin to think the way... Let me say this to you. And it's going to be weird for my working class people. I actually worked harder when I worked. 
I know I got a GED. I'm so simple. It'd be, you like, it go right over your head. I'm going to say it to you one more time. What I make in an hour now presentation, I actually worked harder when I was working. Okay, one more time. I felt it. It, was, it hit a couple of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all, you, you, you have been in a working class your whole life. You missed what I just said. I actually worked more hours, worked harder, and got less money when I used to work. Now that I have a wealth mentality, I just had a promoter call me to do some stuff in, in another country. and was like a couple hundred. And I'm like, I'm, I'm good, bro. He was like, no, no, did you hear how much I said? I said, you didn't hear me, bro. And I'm saying this. I shouldn't be saying it out loud to January 1st. But January, January 1st, 2020, I'm, I'm focusing on schools. I'm coming out of corporate. And for a year, I'm just going to focus on school. My man couldn't believe I was telling him no. <laughs> He was like, how can you say no to 200,000? I said, because I'm an ATM machine. I'm wealth. <laughs> I, don't, I don't work for money. I think up money. Okay, I'm going to say it one more time. I don't work for money. I think of ideas and make money. No, no, no. You got to hear what I'm saying. Like, I think, okay, so let me give you a quick example. I'm going to give you a quick example. So I told you I got certified in the DISC assessment. I just want to show y'all the way you think, the values and the attributes, right? And I, my boy was my coach for two years. He died unexpectedly at 42. I went and got certified. I studied, studied, like not play. I studied that thing like it was a Bible. I work in the school system. I was like, something's missing. There's not a connection. Kids aren't making a connection. They're not taking responsibility of their own. They know how to get on Instagram. They know how to... Take, take care of their brothers and sisters at home, but they're not making a connection. Watch what happens, guys. I wrote a book that is really a cartoon kind of book and making kids reflect. In the book, the four characters are the disc, the D, the I, the S, the C, Dave, Iggy, Sidney, Courtney. After you take the book, you take the test, you decide your career. Listen to this. I gave it to a superintendent. She read it. They're about to order 426,000 of the books. At $35 a book, the training is $100. No, listen to what I'm trying to tell you. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you. And so I had a, a group of kids come together as the pilot, and they started to explain what they liked about the book. And I was like, oop, I got it. Y all, y all. So what they said was, yo, as I read the book, it was crazy. I saw myself in the character Dave. I was like, ooh, Star Wars. You need to write a book on each character, they have their own book that explains environmentally how they got there in the first place. So Dave got his own book. Iggy's got her own book. Courtney's got his own book. So when you buy the first book, then you got to buy one of the other books. So the first book is Anger versus Aggression, which answers the issue of bullying in schools. The second book answers Disruptive or Dynamic, which answers classroom behavior. Are y'all not hearing what I'm saying? Four books each address something different. So not only 400 something, now we're writing grants to put the books in the schools where the people don't, oh, you're not hearing me. So after I wrote the high school book, something hit me. Yo, E, now you got to write a book for each one of them. That's K through 12 paying you. Now you got to write the book about them going to college. 
So Dave, who has authority issues, goes to the U.S. Air Force, and we play out how he... <laughs> so we're working on those four books. In the new year, we're going to write four more when they become adults, how it looks in their marriage, when they go to work, and when they raise kids. <laughs> Listen to me. When you work, when you work, you work hour and hour and hour, and you're, you, you are missing your most important commodity, which is your time. When you work in a business that is successful, you're going to get your time back, and you're going to get with a community that you're going to be able to mimic what they do and go to a whole other level. And what you're going to be able to do and what it took Eric 30 years to do, you're going to learn how to do it in five. Okay, I got 12 minutes. I thought I, I, thought I was going to free somebody. Say it with me. I believe. That was Eric Thomas. His website is etinspires.com. You can check out today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called GoPro Day 2, Eric Thomas 2019 Network Marketing Pro. All right, my friend, it is episode number nine of Mindset Coach. So go over there, check out today's solo podcast. I don't know what I'm talking about because I haven't recorded it yet, but it's going to be dope. I can guarantee you that. Also, follow me on Instagram and have a great weekend. I am out. Peace. Peace.